0: This episode is brought to you by Buzz Vacation Rentals, a premier property management company in Houston and Galveston. Give Buzz a call today if you need help in managing your short-term and vacation rental properties at 281-549-8432 or visit their website at buzzvacationsrentals.com. Now back to the Real Estate Baller Show. Hey, hey. Hey. So today's episode is a special edition. I bet I've been on over a thousand buy appointments at this point. And so for this month of October, in the Halloween spirit, I'm going to talk about the horror stories on buy appointments. And by the way, if you enjoy this episode, please let us know by writing a review or sharing this episode with a friend. You are listening to The Real Estate Baller Show. I'm your host, V. Lee. This is the show where I interview upcomers, doers, and ballers of the real estate investing world. I want to bring you real-life lessons and takeaways so that you can make smarter decisions about investing in real estate and accelerating your real estate businesses. The purpose is to help you to reach your financial freedom in real estate investing faster. So let's talk about some horror story on buy appointments. I call this story the dirty cup. And I'm sure everyone has been through this situation before. I'm at a buy appointment and the sellers ask, do you care for something to drink? And of course I say, sure, I'll have whatever you're having. Because that's what every class tell you to do, right? To bond, to build rapport. I'm sitting here. Seller got up to go fix some coffee. Seller come back, hand me over a cup. I take a look at the cup and I have a decision to make. I'm either going to drink this coffee or I'm going to be rude. I may not get the house if I don't drink the coffee. So here I am drinking the coffee. So that's the dirty cup story. I'm sure most of you have dealt with this story. Now the, on the fun side, I actually had sellers that, hey, I'm thirsty. I'm going to have a beer. You want to have one? What'd she say? Yeah, sure. I'll take one you know so those are the fun one right and by the way if you're a real estate investor and you haven't gotten bitten by fleas or ants or something you haven't been initiated yet i know every time i go on a buy appointment and if i get bitten by an ant i know i'm buying the house i know it's superstitious but (laughs) okay so here's the stinky house story show up to a buy appointment and as soon as i got out and walk up to the door. I can smell the smell of the house. Knock on the door. Man came out, opened the door. I shook my hand just like usual, introduced myself, and I look at his toenails. His toenail was two inches long. And so he said, V, my wife is bedridden, so we need to go back into the back bedroom to talk to her. So I'm running scenario in my head, right? he's old I probably can outrun him you know back bedroom uh, okay I'll take my chances so I follow the man and the floor almost every space on that floor was covered with feces and the house smelled really really bad it's my probably second worst smelling house that I've ever been to so follow him to the the master bedroom and there was his the his wife the owner of the property she was laying in bed Uh, she had on you know a a gown and she looked real frail and if if I want to give you a visual picture she looks like one of those ghostly scary witch in the movie these two people probably haven't taken a shower in months so he offered a chair for me to sit down and I kid you not Well, judging by the house and I'm looking at this chair and the room was real dark. There's one dimly lit light, but it was light enough for me to see the chair that I don't want to sit down on. This is with me sitting down on that chair and I was just like, you know, moving and sitting on the edge of the chair. Right. And talking to them. It took two appointments for them to agree to sign a contract and then a third appointment to explain the contract to them. And every time I left that house, I had to block out the time for me to go home and get rid of the smell. That's how bad it was. But the sad story was, after we closed on the home, bought the home, we noticed the smell got even worse. And to find out, the lady at some point had 20 cats and one of the cats hiding in the, the kitchen cabinet. So it was a sad story. That's the stinky house story. Like what you hear so far? Make sure you never miss another show by clicking the subscribe button now. This podcast is made possible by listeners like you. Thank you for your support. Now, back to the show. The next story is the dog story. This story may jive with you more if you're not a dog person like me. I know, I, I don't have a problem with dog. I just, you know, I like to keep th- my space. So, went to this spy appointment. The lady had a golden retriever, and the golden retriever was pretty big. It, it was uh, as tall as to my waistline. I came in, I sat down, and the dog was you know, c- kept coming up to me. As I was walking around, it kept wanting to jump on my face, right? To kiss, lick, whatever. <laughs> so I got my clipboard in front of me. And I was holding it like this the whole time, just so that the dog won't jump on my face right so then the dog started to sniff it was sniffing the front that went to the back is you know so at one point we were uh, stopping in the kitchen and I purposely leaning against the kitchen counter so that, to block the dog from jumping on my face and this freaking dog excuse my language but it was like sniffing me from behind and never did the seller say anything to her dog, like, you know, it nothing, just everything was as normal. I felt so violated by this dog. I mean, I left that appointment smelling like a golden retriever. So that was my dog story. The worst part was I did not buy that house. Had I known that? Okay. Anyway, next, I was at this appointment with the seller uh, a guy. He wasn't there when I showed up. So I saw his car pulled up i came out met with him went in the house i can't remember exactly why but i was walking and he was standing in one of the room and then a few minutes later another guy showed up they're all pretty big so at that point i had to make a decision quickly and i said hey derek i'm gonna go to my car and put some numbers together and then i come back and tell you my offer I'm not sure if that was innocent or what but i didn't want to chance it so i went to my car and i never set foot back in that house again at that point on i made my offer on the street talked to him on the street and then i left i never bought that house either that's too old here's the next story i was at a buy appointment in sunnyside sunnyside was for a long time has the highest crime rate in texas and maybe even in the nation i can't remember the status exactly but anyway i was here at this appointment it was about 10 a.m as i was walking up to the front i saw the man sitting in the front uh, driveway next to his car i tried to be nice and said hi and he just ignored me so i went on and went knock on the door because i was talking to the lady so i knocked on the door the wife came out to open the door for me. We went, I went in, we talked. So when we sat down on the couch to start going over a few things, uh, not even within five minutes, front door was open, and a man came in with a knife, and he pointed the knife over at me and said, we're not selling our house to her. Look at her. We're not selling our house to her. So here I was sitting on the couch. I looked over the wife. She didn't do anything. She just sat there. I'm thinking in my head, okay, there's the door. I need to go out the door. And the man is standing in between my way and the door. I can't access the back door. I don't want to get in the situation. So what am I going to do? He stood there for a little while. uh, Maybe, I don't know. Maybe it was a minute, two minutes, but it felt like a long time. I'm waiting for the wife to talk him down, right? Luckily, I was very, very fortunate that the grandson happened to come home And when the grandson walked through the door, he's a pretty big guy. So he was able to pull his grandpa aside so that I can exit. I follow up a couple more times with the lady. And that's another house I never bought. Goodness, that's the story of the knife. Here's the dollhouse story. I'm giving it away, ain't I? Okay, at a buy appointment, the seller was sitting on the, you know, we were talking in the living room. He was watching TV. He said, okay, go Feel free to look around. He didn't want to escort me. He told me to go look around by myself, so which I did. And I, you know, Before I went to look, I asked questions like, was anyone else home? I said, okay, if I go into the room. And he said, yeah, fine, nobody's home. So I was making my way through. And then I opened the door to this one bedroom. And there was somebody laying on the bed. I freaked out. But that person didn't move. So I took another look, and it was one of those, the, the doll. So I freak myself out for nothing. You never know what you run into at these buy appointment, right? The next one, story of the Porter house. So I had an appointment at a house in Porter. And uh, if you don't know where Porter, Texas is, it's about an hour north of Houston. So I had an appointment there. Met with the uh, seller. And he was a frail man. He was not in the best health. I was guessing maybe he was in his 60s or so. You know, had a cane. was walking with a cane. So... Came up, he did not live there, so came up, met with him. He, you know, started walking me in the house to take a look at the inside. Um, house was vacant and the utility was off, so we were walking through. I had my flashlight, you know, because it was dark and I couldn't see. So it's another stinky house, right? But it wasn't as stinky as the other house earlier. So it was stinky. There was crap on the floor, feces, crap, right? Um, you can tell it had pet at one point. So we were walking through, and he would, you know, stop, let me walk, because, you know, he had a cane, and he was having trouble walking. So as we, com- as I completed my interior look, we walk outside, and he said, um, you go on, you know, go take a look. I'm gonna wait for you here. So as I was walking away to take a look at the other part, the outside of the house, I heard a sound and it was the sound of a zipper. So, I thought to myself, okay, well maybe he just needed to take a leak, and you know, he was waiting to go outside. Anyhow, I kept walking, and I never heard any water come out, you know, never heard the dripping of water. So, I never would want to turn around, see what I didn't want to see. So, I just kept on walking. So, I kept on walking, and I came back around, do our talk, made offer, and as I was leaving, he put his hand out to shake my hand. And of course I can't be rude. So I put my hand out to shake his hand. And then as I was walking to my car, I did not touch anything with this hand. And I pulled into the first gas station that I saw, because this was pre-COVID time, right? I didn't carry sanit- hand sanitizer or things like that. So anyhow, stopping at the first gas station to wash my hands so that I can feel better. These are some of the stories that, you know, we do in on buy appointments. So leave a comment below. Let us know what you seen on your buy appointments. Oh, by the way, remember, be safe out there. Thank you so much for tuning in today. If you want more, join our Facebook group RE Ballers for further discussions of this episode. Wherever you are listening to your podcast, Please subscribe to the Real Estate Baller so you never miss another show. While you're at it, if you found value in this show, we appreciate a five star rating, a written review, or if you simply share it with a friend.